five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Good evening. We are the People Movers, and we are back again. Nissan has leaked the new 400Z. GMC has leaked the new EV SUV Humvee. Say that five times twice. Triumph has given us the new EV of the future. And then Jeep gives us not one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven concept vehicles that we all love. But the most important question of the day, the only one, Jason, how are you? I'm wonderful. As usual, we have a smattering of all things automotive. So let's dive right in. Sounds good. Well, right out the gate, you know, rarely nowadays, as it will be as we go forward in the future, it's not EV talk. It is three pedals. It is 400 horsepower and rear-wheel drive. And Jason, what would I tell you if it was made in Japan for $35,000? Yeah, say the number you're really not highlighting is the $35,000 entry point. My goodness. Wow. So the new Z is out there now. Quote, unquote. Um, the quote. real pictures of the sheet metal yes. on the production line. And it looks like there's a lot to like. Uh, I think it's really cool. Uh, and not to mention, it's undercutting the Supra by, what, $7,000, $8,000 for um, the 2 even, liter? Yeah, even for a 2 liter. And that's the thing. You got to put it box for box for the 3 liter. Because the 3 liter yeah. nowadays is making 300 and actually, in Queen's math, 18 horsepower less if they said that it makes this wow yeah and it's gonna cost a lot less and they're saying that it's gonna come with an automatic or three speed excuse me three pedal six speed manual yeah, it's like a three speed yeah uh, a, a, a <laughs> transmission from a model t it's gonna be great yeah, like no. with the gearbox from the <laughs> i'm 70s. sorry a three pedal car so that right there i think is game set and match would it not what would you say jason you want a manual transmission more power and save 15 grand well, also, Brian, wow. let's talk about the other elephant in the room here. They're saying that it's going to weigh about 3,200 pounds. 3,200? See? Oh, it's, so That's it's going to be a genuine contender. It's going to be a genuine contender. And also, I wish there was an LFA in the room, not an elephant in the room. I was just thinking of that. <laughs> but I will say, did that? would that draw you to Nissan? I right out the gate, if I could see and touch it, from what I can see in the metal, it looks way better than any of the concept photos. I really like the rear end a lot, a lot, a yeah. lot. Like that gives you. I think it's a nice love letter to the classic Z. You obviously have the influence at the front, but like yes. you said, the taillights kind of look more 300 Z to me than than 70 Z. You know, so it really is kind of a nice GTA but what does that style. Say about us that I didn't really like the 300 z at any point in my life and i was a young person i knew it was fast i knew it was relevant but the styling never really grew on me and now it's i like, like it. anything it's you've it's aged into coolness for you brian oh man i mean <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying i'm saying uh f body irox zeds of 1986 have aged into coolness for me which i was spectacularly surprised by now i'm not gonna lie i like these taillights a lot a lot, a lot. I will say, if you want something to be cool, you have to stop seeing them around before you see one, and then you go, oh, wow. I forgot how womp neat those womp. are and unique they are. That's what I meant. I didn't mean a womp womp. Yeah, that's what I mean. That is unique, <laughs> and I agree. It pops out now. It makes you stir and think of something. I like the little lip spoiler we see in these photos, but Jason, you've talked about this previously with 992-911, so I was waiting for you to bounce on this. Did you see the interior shot of the one they snuck? <laughs> 
I did, and unfortunately has a electric shaver shifter also. <laughs> I don't have a sound that. clip queued up for that. I was waiting for a like sound clip, but I don't have one. So yeah, what do you think of that? <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's the way, but there is a fix for that on in Nissan's uh, option sheet, and that's just get the three pedals, and then you don't have to have an electric shaver in your console too. So well, once again, well spoke. I applaud you for that. Good counter, touche. And yes, we would go that way anyways. If you're buying that car, you know it's going to save you money when you option it that way. It's going to be less headache. It's also going to be a more of a driver's car. Going to be have better resale value. I think Nissan did literally the smartest thing. They did the Cadillac, dare I say, the Lexus approach, dare I say, like punching yeah. down a segment. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Although I can hear Mustang owners right now throwing out the price tag of GTs versus this, but I don't want to hear it. It's different. But this, I think, gives you more. I mean, this comes full digital gauges on all the models. Mustangs are going to, saying, I think, as well, like, you know, in the next year or two. Well, and they're also saying that the most expensive version will combine both the S and the T package, and it'll be about ten grand more than the base price. So, if a fully optioned one is under fifty grand, come on, dude. And you're telling me that the base model three liter super is going to start at that, and we're a couple grand more pre options. That's my point, and that's exactly my point. So, that is undeniable good value for money. I'm not going to lie. So, let's talk about this. These kind of things might be my new favorite thing in the automotive segment. So Nissan, who's been just sleeping forever. We've talked about that. They're just gone. They've been asleep. They, <laughs> they basically have been doing C8 Corvette things since the R35 yeah, came out in 2007. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. They made the R35 and then, like Godzilla itself, that they released. They slept for a long time until the, <laughs> until the next opportunity yeah, to rise. But here they are again. And it's just funny, though, because I like this chess match we're seeing now. Because that's what they should do from all along. It shouldn't be an immediate counter-strike. It should be like, oh, you're going to make that? Well, I'll wait six months until that technology drops. And now I'm going to make something that's 20 grand cheaper that will blow you up in the house. I mean, like the Toyotas. I really do feel like this has the automotive firepower to put Nissan kind of, I don't want to say back on the map because it's not that they're an obscure brand at this point, but I feel like from an enthusiast standpoint, they've almost gone the way of Toyota. So much agreement with that. I could could not agree with you more. I'll beat this desk. I was going to say the same thing. They basically have gone that same route where it's like, well, when you think of what you love about them, then you start to scratch your head and go, man, how long ago was that? I mean, we're... we're in our 30s that's my point so this is what i think toyota was trying to do with the new supra oh yeah missed the mark by about 20 grand well we talked about it from the start it needed to be north of 400 horsepower and it needed to be about ten thousand dollars less so let's just say the supra came out and it was 382 like it stands now with the three liter at forty thousand dollars i'm I'm in appropriately priced exactly yeah the biggest problem with the supra is the price tag well, and then, too, when we talk about if you're really balancing it against the used market and you're not just diehard to have a Supra, you're going to go buy a C63. You're going to go buy whatever. Something. Yeah, yeah, something. That's not that. <laughs> yeah, well, either way, kudos, Nissan. So, you just took up almost yeah. half our show. And if you make it at that price with those options, bravo. People will come, yes. Yeah. If you build it, Nissan, they, they will, will come. come. So. And if it looks that good in the metal like we saw in these photos, no doubt. No Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah, Costner, get Costner in your ads and then just rent out a field of dreams, if you will, Nissan. But here we go. So what else we got, Brian? 
not as exciting. Sorry. I was like super hyped and then I just went back down. Yeah. Sorry. GMC. <laughs> Here we go. GMC is announcing because they, they let out a really another classic, vague, modern trailer of the Hummer EV SUV. And basically by that, I mean, it was just a silhouette and some... <laughs> Some bullshit, yeah. if you will. <laughs> I, I do hate that that is, is the, the norm. Oh. Yes. What do the headlights look like? The taillights yeah. look like. Well, the, the whole thing is with the Hummer EV one too. They show the silhouette of a big blocky vehicle. Like I know. Wow, Hummer's gonna make a big blocky vehicle. Well, no way. Well, and also like, my favorite thing too is like, let's show you a silhouette that you would literally find if you landed it on the moon during a lunar eclipse like you're just never gonna see the car that way like no that's my point it's like you're not showing anybody anything everybody already knew you were gonna make an suv version of it anyway yeah <laughs> we really, it's like ferrari with apparatus quote unquote convertibles for anybody else out there they're right. just like oh you know we're gonna release a lot ferrari <laughs> not gonna do anything else I wouldn't do anything else to it, right? <laughs> and then, oh, 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 wait, we got this. Nah. <laughs> and then six Which months. Which also, like, you just bring up, I know we're not talking about Ferrari, but Ferrari has now gone oh, go red up with all their convertibles and all that. They used to be cool because they were spiders back in the day. Right. And then people started copying that, and now they moved on to yeah, that. Yeah. Now all the dorks say spiders. <laughs> and, and they're like, where's an apparatus? Yeah. yeah, I mean, Spider has played out, and then it's very 90s with the Y, like misspelling any word. They're like, yeah, grammar. <laughs> we care about that. So is it Italian? I don't know if that's like a Italian spelling. I don't know if that's actually apparatus. No, no, Spider with the Y oh. or anything like that. I don't we'll have to look that. Like, I think apparatus is open roof. It's like, yeah, it's like. No, I, yeah, apparatus, I think is exactly Yeah, what but it is. I was like, <laughs> it's like Scuderia's team. <laughs> it's like. I'm, we're going to have to do some. Offshore research. What sounds better, that. Jason? I drive a 430 Scuderia or I drive a 430 team. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Anything sounds better in Italian. It could be the, I drive a 430 outhouse and it'll sound better in it Italian. Would. It would sound, <laughs> very, it'd sound Anyways, very good. About that. No, we're going <laughs> back to the Humvee. So, no surprise, we have the SUV, same quote unquote package, they say, which Lord knows if it was supplied by Lordstown or Nicola. You're not getting your Hummer anytime soon. Well, it's but, gonna sound tinny when you close the hood if it's supplied by the. I'm wor- I'm really worried about that actually because we don't give a crap. Like this isn't surprising. We understand it. It's like the three series we talked about last week or the i three, whatever it was i four. I don't want to go back there. But it's the same thing. <laughs> don't give a crap about the car itself. But as far as the production of it, I'm a little bit worried about this. Do you think that GM is banking on the stuff that they banked on with Nikola and oh, God? I hope not. Because they just sold the hell out of this, and then they came back with the same thing. And the last thing in the ad was like pre-orders on this date. Are they taking uh, the Tesla playbook? I think a lot of these companies that are doing these gambles on these, you know, I mean, let's All be honest. Them. This is one of these vehicles that has the potential to cripple the general if it goes wrong. General I mean, honestly, Motors or just the people co- in yeah, general? Yeah, general Motors, yeah, yeah. I mean, this the development cost of this vehicle is could really bite general motors in the butt bad and i hate that say i think that's the new way forward where they're like ah oh, let's see how bank, many people want to plunk down a thousand dollars and then maybe we'll build it that's such a bummer as someone who plays games and does that kind of stuff it, i i would relate it to the kickstarter theory you know it's like create the buzz and the hype and promise and yeah 
but this is like bigger because it's not like applying to normal people like you and I that have like such passion that we want to see it come to fruition. It's going to like GM and stuff like Farmer that. Mops. Yeah, like, <laughs> these are people that want to go pick up their Costco groceries in and stuff. Oh man, uh, I worry. I got a little pit in my stomach thinking about that. But yeah, I guess we're not that excited about it. Um, if you're listening right now, we're not that excited. It's going to be an SUV. It's going to be quote unquote what they claim it's going to be. And like any EV vehicle we've seen, until you see it on the road, it really doesn't mean much, right? Yeah, a, a silhouette photo doesn't do anything for me to advance my desire for it. No, so. let alone a $75,000 estimated cost, and that's not even a first edition. And on that note, goodbye, GMS. Yeah, goodbye, but moving on. <laughs> so to further EV news, we've talked about this. We are big motorcycle enthusiasts, as you know. Um, Harley, you know, came out with the live wire. We had our critiques like a lot of people did. They were not unique. Um, if it cost a little bit less money, if it charged faster, had a bigger range, you know, it's just general stuff that we know as the technology progresses, as companies progress, it's going to be part of the scheme. Well, now triumph, my favorite motor motorcycle manufacturer has released a couple of prototypes. They call it the TE one. It looks like a speed triple RS. If you are familiar with that, which is a origin of the hooligan bike a wonderful bike but it's got an ev drive chain jason in the words of michael scott it's just general specifics right now but in my mind it should be more efficient more affordable and more usable for the daily person how do you feel about that um i think we're still at a point where evs are going to be kind of a luxury purchase in terms of you know bikes and stuff like that um i don't think you're going to get apples to apples performance with an ev no. for another few years but um so this was exciting though to see triumph bring in their first electric entry into the world the it's not going to be for sale most, it's just a concept though it's not going to be for sale oh okay right. well but even still the thing that excited me most was you know when i was scrolling through and look at all the different images of the frame and the powertrain and all that i didn't read a big amount of you know, hoopla about it in the blur, but that powertrain has a suspicious looking logo on the side of it. And it is that of Williams, Williams. engineering. Yes. yes. And that made my heart flutter for a second. Yep. I went, Oh my goodness. Yes, I cannot had... imagine riding a Williams power trained try electric triumph. I mean, come oh, on, man, this Sign makes me my up and take my money. This makes my argument for greatest motor, motor modern motorcycle manufacturer. Just so much more prevalent. Like arguably anyways, arguably, <laughs> yeah, but either, Either way, thank you for pointing that tidbit out. The drivetrain itself, very compact, very sleek, and we've talked about it. If Triumph brought something to the market that was very similar to the live wire and half the price, it would probably be a hit. If they brought something to the market that had more range, more performance, half the price, which I believe they will, we're talking serious business as far as that goes. What do you think? I agree with you. I think the biggest problem with the live wire was not necessarily the performance, it was the price tag. Yes. Um, it was just a... <laughs> at a small amount of performance for the quantity of money you were going to pay for it. If this can undercut the live wire by 10 grand and deliver on that, I think it'll sell massively more than the live wire. Well, so. and I, I think like anything too, the live wire shorted from uh, range and it also shorted from charge time. So those are those big things. So right. if you can cut the price charge time, a little bit of range, if you kept equal performance, I think you're going to sell a ton of these. And Triumph, I'm a fanboy, quote-unquote, according to my brother, and I stand by that. That would be the nail in the coffin of best motorcycle range out there. So, mm. yeah, mm. Mm, says my um, brother. No, the, other, the last thing I will say on that also is, you know, 
I think as far as electric vehicles go, the best one is whatever one's, whatever one's made most recently. Yeah, I agree. And that's usually 100%. the case. You know, the technology continues to get better. And so I'm sure the next Harley will improve. Yep. And, you know, the, the cost of the technology continues to fall. So well, and also too, I hope you build it. And I can't wait to ride one. I think it's great. One little asterisk. We are not knocking the live wire. I have nothing but positive things to say about uh, that as far as using it, if that was disposable money. But it has room for improvement. And Harley, good for you swinging and starting. And I look forward to seeing what else comes. But also... We love Jeeps. Jason, you own a Rubicon. I do own a Jeep, my yeah. beloved Jeep. Yes, yeah, so watch you start it out. Jeep gave us a bunch of lovely concepts. I mean, true. I mean, when we say concepts, these, a lot of these are, you know, some you can go to the dealer and outfit yourself, but a lot of realistic or futuristic things. So I love all of them. But Jason, pick a couple of your favorites. We have four minutes left. What do we got? Yeah, no, every every spring Jeep graces the world with their Easter safari and they always bring out a handful of customized Jeeps or, you know, um, conceptual models and stuff to please the Jeepers of the world. This year's no different. They brought out a smattering and, you know, honestly, I really like a lot of these too. You know, I mean, there's the the... The usual thing of the resto mod, they did a the Jeepster Beach concept, which yeah, is an old Jeepster, you know, uh, which has a new interior and then basically has the powertrain of a new Wrangler, has a two liter turbo. I, might I say that that might be the first car I've ever <laughs> ever seen that's a more of a resto bod and then has a modern interior that I don't want to claw my eyes out. I don't love it. Yeah, I I was gonna say the interior works. It does. It uh, works you, surprisingly you exactly well. Took that from my out of my mouth. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. The interior works shockingly good in that because and, it does have the dash of a new JL Wrangler. Yeah, I mean, but we've and seen that we've seen that in Camaros. We've seen that in a bunch of things, and it makes me want it to rarely. Just, oh, it's terrible. But go on. I'm sorry. Go on. Uh, no, so there's stuff like that. Um, what what was your favorite? There was a lot of them. I don't know if that was my favorite, but that's one of the neater ones I think they did. I think my favorite one was the orange peel. I believe it was. Um, it was uh, yes. it was basically like a Mopar blueprinted. If you wanted some serious off roading, but you know you're not a like real heavy hitting sift through all the parts and what's the latest meta in that world. That's basically Mopar giving you a blueprint to give you something that's seriously ready to off road. All the capability had great look to it, but you know, you could roll into your dealer and you can actually have warranty on a lot of it. I actually liked it because as I get older, you know, that kind of stuff appeals to me a little bit more, but I did like the overall look for it. I don't know why, because I hate orange and I hate yellow, but no more I find myself liking bonkers vehicles in those colors, but I really like the interior to it as well. I thought it was just a cohesive, awesome vehicle. Yeah, I, I think the orange peel that they showed, these are also stupid names. I will say that. Agreed. I don't like the orange peel name and then the red bear. I thought it was right. red bar. We got, a, red we got a minute 30 left. What do you think? Uh, but I like that both of those show a couple of interesting accessories. Number one, those are the first, I think, um, actual seeing them in the flesh or in the sheet metal um, of the half doors that are an option. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can see the half doors on both of them. Also, that's a new um, stubby bumper. Um, from Mopar that you see on both of those. That might be what stands out. Um, and then, of course, they're both on 37s, which Jeeps look awesome on. So <laughs> They really do. It adds a lot. And then the last one in our last minute, I think we both agree for full honorable mention, the Magneto. Another silly name. We agree. But <laughs> it's an electric one. But, Jason, what's the party piece of this? It's a Marvel supervillain, Brian. Uh, <laughs> no, it's an, it's an electric vehicle that actually features a six-speed manual gearbox. We love that. That's pretty great. 
Very cool. We also like Marvel Supervillains. Yes, we do like Marvel Supervillains. In the last 30 minutes, we'll point out that this Magneto, if you will, don't go near metal, go off-road near rocks, um, and sedimentary materials. It basically matches the V6 um, with power, but you've got a six-speed manual. I mean, Jason, is that the way of the future? we got 15 seconds left. Is that something you would buy? If that's what the future holds, bring it on. Bring it on. You uh, would be controlling all the metal in people's pacemakers. All the torque in the world is controlled by my six-speed. Speed, yes. Well, actually, we got 10 seconds really quick. Which one would you pick? You had all four of those in the line that we just talked about. The Red Bar, the Jeepster Beach, the Magneto, and the Orange Peel. What are you taking? No money involved. I'd probably, I'd probably have the Orange Peel or the Red Bar or Red Bear or whatever the heck oh, it's that's called. Cool. That's great. I'll take the Magneto, weirdly enough, just to have something different because why not? But either way, on that note, we appreciate you joining us as always and listening to these new things that move you. But do the thing we suggest the most. Reach out to us. Tell us what your new and most exciting things are. And do the most important thing. Get out there. Be good to one another. And pay attention to things that move you. And we will see you soon.